Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we will be discussing an article from the October issue of the Beef Watch Newsletter titled Hunting Leases as an Added Enterprise. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by one of the authors, Randy Sainer, who's a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator based at North Platte. Thanks for joining me today, Randy. Good morning. You know, hunting leases are uh, just another chance for people to maybe make a little more income off of their operation. Um, and there's, there's many ways they can do that. But the big thing is, you know, you have people coming on your operation. So you need to have, you need to have a written lease. You need to have insurance. Um, you need to make sure that a lawyer's looked over your lease so that um, the liability is, is less if you have that. If you don't, you, you have a higher liability. Well, Randy, where are some resources that folks can find more information on understanding what's involved with the hunting lease? What are some things that maybe they should make sure are part of a written agreement? And just to give them some guidelines and a place to start, as I think about it, is they might consider this as an option. Um, they, can, they can go. We have several articles, past articles in the Beef Watch, as well as uh, the National Law Center at, at Drake University, the Ag Law Center, they have a lot of information on on things you need to consider, a checklist. Um, and so we, we have several articles you can go back to with links to those. Um, this article kind of just covers a broad base because I have Dave Aiken on the on the article too, and he talks some legalities. Um, usually your lease you know, goes from May to October 1 for pasture. If you've got a pasture lease with somebody, you need to make sure to know who has the hunting rights. That's a big issue because if you don't have it in writing, it's considered the leasee has hunting rights. But if it's only leased from May to October 1, let's say for a range or cow calf operation, then after October 1, who has that lease? And most of our like deer hunting and stuff is gonna be later than that. So you need to make sure you have that in writing, who, who has responsibility there. Randy, for those who are landowners, as I think about the possibility of a hunting lease, what are some different options? And you kind of mentioned this a little bit, you know, do you deal with an outfitter? Do you deal with an individual? How can those things be thought about? And then also maybe what are some other options just beyond hunting leases like uh, birding or other things like that? So some of the options, you know, there's several. So if you go with an outfitter or somebody like that, just know you're probably not going to make as much but they take care of a lot of legality stuff. Um, and, you know, if you have problems, you can go directly to them, but you need to make sure that they're reliable and, you know, call some other producers that's had that group because in some cases people have had trouble um, with those outfitters. But in most cases, people like that because they take care of all the extra stuff. They get the hunters and those kind of things for you. You're not gonna make as much, but it, it does tend to limit what you have to do. And, and some of your legality is, is, is helped with them because they usually have some insurance too. Even though I would make double sure that I probably had extra insurance on my place too. The other thing is, you know, if you can not only manage your cattle operation, but manage for the wildlife a little bit, that may be a way to, to improve the amount of wildlife you have, which is gonna make your your hunting area more acceptable or people are going to want to go there more. So, so those are some 
some things you can do and look at it on a long-term basis. You know, how sustainable is it? Does it fit into your natural resource area to what you have available? I think all those things. And then like a birding company, like you mentioned, just, just for people to watch birds. I mean, there's a lot of interest in that. And um, if you can get uh, some fees from that, which you can, if you know, you have a, have a contract with people, um, you can make some, um, money or just help sustain the beef operation or the total livestock operation or the land in, in some cases. And there's also open games or open open hunting um, with the game in parks and they'll pay you some. But when you do that, then you have to allow people to come onto your place um, for, for open hunting. But some people do that. That just gives them a little better, better income because um, they get so much per acre for that. Again, those are not as maybe as lucrative as if you do it yourself. But remember, we're not all experts. And so sometimes having an expert to help us may not be a bad idea. Randy, anything else you think that's really important that landowners know and understand as they consider the possibility of allowing people to come onto their property for recreation via hunting or birding? The, the big thing, I think, is the liability issues. You need to make sure you have signs. You need to have places marked that could be a liability as far as somebody getting hurt um, and, and make sure you've had a lawyer go over any kind of lease or statement you have them sign. Because even though they signed a statement that you're not responsible for accidents, if, if you're, you're liable, if, if you don't, if you're negligent, if you don't take care of those things that need to be taken care of. So always remember that because it would be, a, it would be a shame if, you know, you had that happen to you and you lost your place because you were, trying to add a little extra income. Well, thanks again for joining me today, Randy. You're, you're welcome. And uh, make sure that you, that you have a good lease. That's the big thing and make sure it's in writing. Well, for more information on the content that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I'd encourage you to visit the beef.unl.ed website. Again, the title of the article that was discussed today is Hunting Leases as an Added Enterprise.